Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. James Bonding Podcast, Welcome to the James Bonding Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Matt as well. Gorley, that is. Texas yeah. Tea Black Gold. Well, the first thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. Did we do this um, once before? <laughs> where we ran into Texas? Why does it? What? What prompts your brain to slide into the Beverly Hillbillies theme? Gorley, that is. Ah, there it is. Oil, okay. that is. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, that's Matt Gorley. I'm Matt Myra. Uh, welcome to James Bonding. We hope you're all having a wonderful uh, between Christmas and New Year's. This episode drops the day after Christmas, uh, Boxing Day, for everyone out there who celebrates it. That's right. Get on your gloves, hit the ring, go a couple of rounds with your family and friends this holiday season. Oh, no, man, I don't think that's what it is. It isn't? No, I think it's actually a day where they they go out with an X-Acto blade and and they cut down all the boxes from Christmas. And then put them into a recycling bin. No, no, I don't think that's what it is either. Nope, pretty no. sure that's what it is. It's, I don't think so. It's where it's, everybody gets together, family and friends, and they watch the movie The Box. No, actually, I think it's when everybody gets together in front of a uh, webcam and uh, opens things from Christmas. That's and right. describe it in great detail. Well, we've gotten together today in front of a webcam as we record this remotely because it is between Christmas and New Year's. And so we're going to do what we find to be an interesting topic here, but also one that's very interestingly visual, so you can follow along on your own phone or computer as we go. But we... If you have the, uh, the artwork of James Bond book that came out a couple years ago, that'd be a nice way for you to follow along, too. But you can... Yeah, you can actually go to 007.com slash galleries slash bond hyphen posters or just Google bond posters because what we're going to do is talk through the official posters of each of the bond films because some of the amazing artwork by Robert McGinnis that then trans. Sort of transitions into photographic artwork. <laughs> into mediocre photo- photograph artwork. <laughs> is worth talking about, but also a good topic between Christmas and New Year's when most people aren't listening to podcasts anyway. Yeah. But it if you either. are here, if you're listening yeah. now, that means you're one of the people that care. Yeah. Uh, we were gonna, it was either this or audio commentary tracks for all of Remington Steel. So <laughs> we. <laughs> 
<laughs> we decided, you know what? Let's let's just let's get real. Let's, let's give our, our true listeners a deep cut. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about all the official movie posters, and the only way to find the official movie posters is to go to 007.com because, quite frankly, there's 400 versions of each poster. Right. You know, I honestly I'm fascinated that Doctor No. Well, not. Um, let's not start there. Let's just start with 007.com. I'm fascinated that they aren't listing the British quads as the official posters. Mm. Hmm. These are more like the one sheets. Yeah, these are the one the American one sheets, which were um, quite large. They're uh, how big are they? Twenty seven by forty one, I believe, is your average one sheet size. Do you have any of the one sheets? I do. I have um, I have a Skyfall one sheet hanging here. There's a Casino Royale one sheet that is not framed. I have a Quantum of Solace one sheet. I have a GoldenEye pre-release one sheet that just said uh, next coming Christmas. Uh, and then I have um, I've had my eyes on a You Only Live Twice. Uh, subway poster that is massive uh that is him being bathed by the the women you know the uh-huh. uh, and, and i, I want to get it but i have no wall space so i'm gonna wait until i actually move to a place that has wall space oh okay i've got yeah. spy who loved me official poster i think it's a one sheet I'm, I'm curious about that term one sheet i had to look it up here it just means it's a single document that summarizes a product for publicity and sales. One sheet. Oh, well, there you go. You, you know, because sometimes they'd be like, you'd have, you know, if you think about old department stores, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm talking like Miracle on 34th Street department stores. Oh, God, I love those. You'd have yourself a, uh, like a product, maybe like a perfume bottle, right? You know, mm-hmm. you'd have that sheet, and then next to it would be all this text would be about like how your man will love you more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I assume a one sheet is one of those. Any advertising uh, professionals out there who care to correct us, uh, bother Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what famous one sheet I have? What? Revenge of the Jedi. Oh, that's right. That used to adorn your staircase in that's your old right. home. Yeah. And where is it now? I haven't seen it. Well, it's not up right now because we just had limited wall space here. Um, but I think when we maybe want to turn the garage into kind of an office of some kind, I would hope it would go up there because that's, yeah. that's just a thing of beauty. That's a, they, quality, that's a quality item you have there. My parents had the foresight to get that because I was a young lad in the Star Wars fan club and you'd get these newsletters called the Bantha Tracks and you could buy like Luke's Bespin Fatigues or uh, Han Solo's um, Empire Jacket, not the snow jacket, but just yeah. the kind of long sleeve jacket. And they said like, here, we're selling these limited one sheets when we were calling the film Revenge of the Jedi before it turned to Return of the Jedi. Get them now. And they bought two of them. One of them disappeared, and I oh my have God. one framed now. They they were brilliant. That's amazing I foresight. I, know. I wish I had foresight like that. But I don't know wh- how they would have even seen it. Like I don't recall my parents ever being interested in saying, like, hey, did you get the new Bantha tracks? Let me take a look at it this this quarter. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Was it a Christmas gift? or No, what? it was really like an investment. Like It must have been my dad. He must have somehow seen it and gone... I'm no idiot. Let, let's get in on that. He always had a good business sense. So 
but I just, I wish I could remember more. And I scoured the garage year after year looking for that second one, and I've still never found it. I think one day you're going to find it. I hope. I'm really proud of you, Matt, for having that poster and for and for not putting it up yet. Yeah, it'll go up. It's still framed though. It's in it's in good shape since I put it in a frame, but I hate to say as a kid, I think I did like thumbtack it up on my wall, so it's not like in mint condition or anything. Is it um is it linen backed? You might want to you might want to linen back that thing. No, I don't believe so. What does that do? Uh it preserves it uh so it doesn't fox or anything like that. Oh. So when you have a high quality movie poster, like say a you know, like I have the original, I have an original Jaws poster. It's Ooh, the, my the best poster I own. That one uh, I had to linen back because I wanted to preserve it. Oh, yeah, Matt. I'm looking at these. I'm looking at these posters right now on eBay. You want one in decent shape? You're you're looking at two to four grand for a Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's good to know. I would never part with it though, because it's also just so sentimental of that time. Yeah, and I and I think what we're here to do is to tell everyone that you know invest in posters for your children. That's It'll right. pay off. Forget bonds, CDs, <laughs> Bitcoin, po- posters. Yeah, that's right, everybody. I would love or- that if in Die Hard when they open up the vault and they just pull out a bunch of folded one sheets of classic <laughs> movie posters. <laughs> Citizen Kane. <laughs> Um, the thin man <laughs> uh, if you want to wanna hear uh, if you want there's a brand new audio commentary track out for Die Hard Matt I, I don't know if you're aware but uh, uh, some of the people involved in the film actually sat down and recorded a that's full right. audio commentary track that's right uh, Alan Rickman himself Hans Gruber plus Wilhelm von Stromberg and um, Hans Beringer, who played two of the German criminal terrorists sat down for super ego cinema to talk about the entire film wow how, how, how would one go about listening to that you just go to stitcherpremium.com slash superego and use the promo code superego to get 30 days free and you can also get cinema commentary for the man with the golden gun with Hervé Villachez Christopher Lee Roger Moore and Ian Fleming wow I really thought you were taking my lead and helping us out but you used the wrong promo code this is the oh. James Bonding podcast oh, yeah. use the promo code bond right uh, you know what <laughs> dealer's choice <laughs> whoever you feel like supporting uh all right so let's talk about these posters let's talk about all 24 james bond posters we're starting of course with 1962's dr no which i have to say Matt, yeah. yeah sorry when we when we set out today to talk about like pick a good topic that would work well you know for in between christmas and new year's we were a little lukewarm on this but i'm looking at these posters now i'm excited about this topic i can't wait to talk about it <laughs> Neither, of course, can Margo the fat cat. That's right. I had to open the door because she's meow. <laughs> um, Bo is uh, Bo is fast asleep on our bed. He knows that uh, he's not supposed to be on there. And that's good. Since I haven't bothered going back there, he's really maxed and relaxing. So. Matt, uh, should we talk about them in order? Yeah, we don't need to rank them or anything. I think we can just go through them because their their styles change as the times change. And I'm even looking at this first Dr. No one. And what I love about it is this high quality photo. You can enlarge it and see that this is actually a photo of a poster because it's got the folding creases on it, which is really cool. Yeah, and that is uh, that's how they shipped everything back in the olden days. They Ooh. didn't they didn't roll in tubes. They were folded. 
Why, now, when do you think that changed? Like, it seems like it, ch- it, would it changed only take... in the uh, late seventies. Why? Why wouldn't some entre- enterprising young person figure that out pretty quickly? Like, I guess they didn't really care. Yeah, they didn't care. These are all meant to be thrown away. Yeah. No one would have thought that eventually, if you wanted to buy a Doctor No movie poster, you would be paying thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, how much is this? 007 Dr. No poster. Uh, well, you know, info? there is a... I'm looking at a linen-backed one right now on eBay, but the picture quality is not great. You know, I can't tell how good of condition it actually is. Uh, but you're looking at over $5,000. I've seen wow. these in, in really good condition go for $20,000. Wow. Um, well, well, let's take a second to describe this. So it has a white background. There's text at the top in a bunch that says, now, dot, 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 four dots, meet the most extraordinary gentleman spy in all fiction, James Bond, Agent 007. And it's an interesting... You forgot has, that there were seven dots between I know. all fiction, James oh, 007 Bond. dots. Yeah. And then it says 007 with the gun on the seven. And then below that is a like charcoal drawing of Sean Connery. But then you get to what look like photo graph or like photocopy colored reproductions collaged on there and then below that is ian fleming's dr no the title and a little bit of illustration at their feet that shows different scenes from the movie it's very 60s which is actually something i didn't notice until today i did not notice that you uh, below james bond is dr no and then we have the scene on the crab key beach and then we have the scene i believe the three uh, blind mice the three blind mice and then of course james bond playing his game and then the reactor and then uh what looks like uh a guy named phil and maybe his wife jane no that's bond and honey oh is it (laughs) and then next to the title is another 007 and this is great there's a little description that says the double quote o means he has a license to kill when he chooses where he chooses whom he chooses Who issues these licenses? Is it like an international thing where you're like, okay, well, I guess we'll let this guy kill anyone he wants whenever he wants? I guess. But it's Uh, interesting because these would have been printed, you know, like in separate silkscreen printing. So the colors are very simple. Like there are four girls behind him. One's yellow, one's kind of purple, one's kind of pink and fuchsia. Interesting. Um. I think that it takes a takes a turn here when we get to From Russia with Love. Uh and it's a turn that I, I've noticed this trend in sixties posters, uh, particularly in, in franchisey type things, like you know, like if you look at the Hard Days Night poster or if you look at the um for instance this from Russia with Love poster, they end up with just a shit ton of text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where you're just like you're supposed to stop and read it and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. does have incredible women enemies it seems more and like adventures. The back of a hardcover book or something like. Yeah. Uh, so with this one, you're seeing another drawing of him and photos on the side, and the photos all are of things that happen in the movie. They're yeah. really emphasizing the uh, the gypsy fight. Yeah, they are the women, <laughs> and the description says even bigger than the title. Really, is meet James Bond, secret agent 007, his new incredible women, his new incredible enemies, his new incredible adventures. Now, by this time, though, it's a hit, right? The Bond right. franchise is huge. That movie makes a million dollars. Uh, Doctor No, 
I feel like they could have done with less text. Also, they've scrimped on the colors this time because they've just got black and gray scale for the photos and then kind of like a maroon, and that's it. That's all you're getting on this one. Yeah, but boy, oh boy, do they deliver with color when we get to Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they also make up a sentence, which is everything he touches turns to excitement. <laughs> Now, this oh, one is primarily photographs, but they've done that thing where, like, what I imagine some lovely guy in a, like, slate gray lab smock sitting there with colored pencils and kind of does a retouching drawing over the photograph. Like, anything you would see in an, in an ad from the 60s, you know, that kind of looks half photograph, half illustrated, they've drawn over it. And I just love that kind of artwork. I'm surprised that a surprising thing about this poster, which, you know, the Goldfinger poster, by all rights, should be very cool. This is not that cool. Yeah, it's three photos, basically, of Connery on top of each other with a black background and then the, the you know, gold Jill Masterson lying down on the floor and her butt's covered by one of the Connery photos. Yeah, so you don't even get, you don't even get that. No, it says James Bond is back in action. Everything he touches turns to excitement. Uh, surprising thing about this poster, though, is how large uh, uh, a credit Gert Frobe and Honor Blackman got. Yeah, look at that. They really do, huh? I guess they really just wanted to say pussy galore on the poster. <laughs> Although her character name is significantly smaller than her real name. James Bond is back in action with pussy galore. I mean, that would have been a way better yeah. poster. Yeah. I don't, I don't see how... You- I don't see how they don't go with that. I know, I know. At the uh, end of this, we're going to have to pick our, our favorite. All right. Well, it's time for our least favorite movie. <laughs> oh, that's Although right. not my least favorite poster. It is a beautiful, beautiful poster. The best poster we've seen so far, Matt. I agree. Now, we're getting into the Robert McGinnis artwork here, who is a poster artist famous for his Bond posters. He also did Breakfast at Tiffany's, and he's just got that unbelievable like sleek physiqued character drawings it's it's amazing it's literary james bond with sean connery's head yeah yeah it says look up look down look out there are three full color illustrations of bond one in a jetpack one underwater and one with the women hence the look up look down and look out that's great and also we should mention that the look the word look has a red L, white O, white O, and the K is part seven. And the other part of the K that isn't a seven is red. So the 007 just jumps right out at you. <laughs> that is <laughs> brilliant. That's brilliant. I, I love your description of these posters. It's I know. Really... I know. This is the strangest podcast ever. But What, you're, what, you're, what, you, what you'll be seeing right now is, is an image that is... Uh, James Bond with his jetpack, like he's, he's flying. There's flames coming out. You know, he doesn't have a helmet on as he does in the movie. Um, this is really a companion piece to the visual tour you should be taking along with us. It's kind of like a museum audio tour. Yeah, like if you're ever at the Louvre and you uh, pay for the Nintendo DS audio tour, which is the most confusing thing I've ever used in my life. What? Uh, this is it. Have you not done, have you been to the Louvre since, the? I don't know, how? probably the last five years? No, uh-uh. Uh, the the tour is on a Nintendo DS. 
the 3ds actually oh wow. and uh you you plug your headphones into it and you walk around and like the map is sort of interactive and then like but it's hard to like figure out where you are in the museum and it's hard to figure out like what how to actually work it it's the most confusing audio tour i've ever taken you in should my just life. play pokemon go in there well, believe me, some kids seem to be not paying any attention to the beautiful <laughs> art. Um, it's worth tracking down some of these other prints Robert McGinnis did for Thunderball. They're truly incredible. If you kind of Google that, there's some like sketches of them, too, where it's just Bond standing around with a spear gun, and he's flanked by fully nude naked women for the sketch. And then you could tell when he kind of like settled on the actual print, he put a... F- somewhat bikinis on these women but there's also the one where he's getting massaged and he's just lying face down naked and his butt sticking up and he's got tan lines they've all got tan lines mcginnis is very careful to make sure all the women and men have tan lines in their nudity uh so one sheet of uh thunderball i can i can you can take that home right now on the electronic bay for Twenty seven ninety five. Really? What was um, from Russia with Love and Goldfinger? Are those on there as well? You know, the Goldfinger one is not that uh, pricey. Uh, oh. I've looked at it before. I think you can actually get a pretty reasonably priced uh, one. Let me just triple check here. Now, again, linen backed. You're looking at two grand hmm. for a Goldfinger, and from Russia with Love, I've had such a hard time finding it. Uh, you know, it's my favorite. It's my favorite of the movies. Um, but uh, you're running. Let's see. Let me just triple check here. I feel like the versions I've been looking at have been extraordinarily expensive, and I have not actually. There's a couple they did with art, uh, the foreign ones, and a lot of the posters were done as double bills. So Ooh. you'd have you'd have your Doctor No and mm. from Russia with Love screening back to back in in those times, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you can get a there's an original one sheet for nine hundred dollars right now. Hmm. Wouldn't you love to have? There's some corners missing. Oh, wouldn't it be amazing uh, to have a house big enough where you had this super long hallway where you could put. All yes. of the official posters in a row, but then yes, it would consider be. that in your lifetime there's going to be probably another ten. To, oh, do we only have ten Bond films left in our life? It, I just got a glimpse of my own mortality. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the day after Christmas, I but mean, you would have to build your hallway long enough to accommodate all the, the future at Bond the current films. at the current Craig uh, Broccoli Wilson rate. We probably have one more left. <laughs> oh shit the way they i mean it's crazy yeah it really is crazy uh yeah i think oh boy this 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 from rush with love poster might not still be there when you guys get this podcast this is a great poster might be in matt's house uh but i'm talking about thunderball wait so are you gonna pick up that from rush with love poster well i mean how much is it 900 bucks mm. still a lot for a piece of paper yeah, but it becomes a work of art once you get yeah. it linen backed and framed. You know what? Frames are too expensive. I'm going to pass. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Thunderball uh, was is my favorite so far, but the "You Only Live Twice" one is pretty good. It's a, it's a, it's little Nelly doing it, doing her best while James Bond casually sits in her. 
holding right. his gun. <laughs> I know he's posing in Little Nelly during the heat of an action sequence, and I, I this is beginning the run of full-on illustrated and painted Bond posters, which oh man, they'll never be a heyday as good as this. I get a little tired of the uh, the photo thing that you see now. Yeah, I well, you see it. I like the the last. The Last Jedi poster I like, which yeah. is Yeah, well, Star Wars has always been great about that with even the Drew Struzan posters and the indie posters keeping that that thing alive. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but the Thunderball one, what I enjoy the most about it is James Bond is... Uh, there. There's a smaller James Bond to the side on the bottom where he's holding a space helmet. And a gun. And he's standing between the split word twice in the title, You Only Live Twice. And twice is the only way to live. <laughs> what does that mean? That's what it says. I know. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Now, for for a poster of this kind, I don't know. It's probably not my favorite of them. I don't know. There's something a little too jarring about Bond posing for the camera and doesn't even have his hands on the controls of his little Nelly while explosions are going on around him. Yeah, but I think that is the that just shows how good he is at flying. You know? Look how adamant they are about Connery being James Bond. It says Sean Connery is Sean Connery and James Bond are in red, but is is in black and it's underlined like like we you have no choice. There's a lot of different uh, variations of this poster. Um and you know, my favorite, as we discussed on the episode we did, my favorite is the um, is the one where he's being bathed. Yeah. I just find that one to be very funny. But there's also some great works of art where he is, you're seeing the inside of the, uh, of the launch facility, the inside of the volcano. And James Bond is, like, somehow holding himself up. Like, I... I I'm trying to figure out how I can let Matt see this. I'm going to send this to you, Matt, so you can okay. take a look at what I'm looking at right now. Isn't it funny, too, how adamant they are that Sean Connery is James Bond, only to give him away the next movie? <laughs> he isn't James Bond. I think, they were, I think they were just trying their best to make uh, Connery as happy as they could. With yeah, that their... poster was all for Connery's sake. Yeah. Oh, let's see what you got here. Yeah, take a look at that. He's like, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it's him like holding himself up with his feet, right, <laughs> while still posing. But he's got ninja socks on, and yeah. he's like, he's his toe is separated like ninja shoes are, and he's articulating with his big toe so strongly to grab onto that like ladder rung. But he's he's literally sideways walking <laughs> along the rim of this thing. But the perspective in this thing is incredible. Yeah. That's an amazing. Amazing painting. That must be Robert McGinnis, too. I don't know. This is uh, Style A on linen. That's incredible. All right. Well, wow. listen. You Only Live Twice, I think, is very good, but I think so far, Thunderball is my favorite. Yeah, same. Matt and Matt. Matt Podcast. If you are looking to take your podcast listing to the next level, check out Stitcher Premium. They have a great holiday deal going on for a limited time that you will not want to miss. Get 30% off Stitcher Premium when you go to stitcher.com slash premium and use promo code JINGLE. Oh, Stitcher Premium gives you so much. It gives you access to hundreds of podcasts, exclusive shows, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. 
You can listen to the latest season of Wild Horses with Lauren Lapkus, Stephanie Allen, Aaron Whitehead, and Mary Holland. They sit down in front of a live studio audience and have a hilarious conversation with celebrity guests like Natasha Leone, Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Hardstark, and Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah, and they do improv. That's right. They're fantastic, they're funny, they're fabulous, and they're female. <laughs> That's all true. <laughs> Try it. I just had to get all F's in Yeah, there. I understand. Try it out for yourself. Go to stitcher.com slash premium and use promo code JINGLE for 30% off. Do it. Matt and Matt. Matt and Matt. Matt. Podcast. All right. Here we are. They just With, love this pose of where you hold a gun up next to your face. Yeah. they And then you rest your elbow of that arm on your hand, like basically like a mall portrait pose. That's the James Bond pose. You know, whenever I think of yeah. James Bond, I always think of that pose. It's the early drawings, you know, with that German gun that he used to use. Yeah. Um, but this one is so 1969. Oh, this is my already my second favorite, though. I love it. Well, it might be my favorite because of Telly Savalas at the bottom of it in his bobsled firing at James Bond. That's right. It says, far up, far out, far more, James Bond 007 is back. They don't say anything about a new Bond. Right. Though the picture is very clearly Lazenby. It's not even a generic Bond. I think it's terrific. Yeah, it's great. I really think it's very funny, because you, uh, you have the explosion of, uh, of the uh, facility. You have everyone firing machine guns at diana rig who's in a <laughs> yeah <laughs> hot pant sort of situation on skis and james bond of course is on skis in a tuxedo full tuxedo and they are also both like um jumping out of the picture so they they transcend the world of the snow <laughs> and enter your very own heart and soul <laughs> uh great movie great poster yeah, that's you know great. what I'm gonna give that I'm gonna give this poster a double oh six. Yeah, I'm with you. That's good. Uh, all right, so James Bond, of course, as we all know, was then uh, replaced by Sean Connery. I'm so glad we're doing this because I don't know that I've ever really looked this closely at these posters. This Diamonds Are Forever one is bonkers. <laughs> They, Connery is doing his pose with his gun up by his face and his arms crossed. He's flanked by two gorgeous kind of showgirls, but they are all perched on the claw of the moon buggy that is jutting up into the sky out of the water from the oil derrick, and they are like haloed by the satellite. This thing's crazy. It's spectacular. I, the only thing that I feel like it's missing is any sort of semblance of acknowledging the Las Vegas of it all. A, or really a diamond. I know there's diamonds in the satellite, but you'd think they would put a big diamond in there. Well, you see the woman to his right is holding... Oh, right. Okay, or yeah. to his left, rather, is holding a pile of diamonds. I think that's a giant palm full of cocaine. But I have never noticed... Why is this poster so long, Matt? I don't know. It really is. It's long and thin. It says, Sean Connery as James Bond. Diamonds are forever, 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 forever. Wow. But they've done a great job of conveying his his toupee. (laughs) Yeah, and his tan. Yeah. 
this one's but, incredible. I mean, why would they put him on the buggy arm? That is so strange. I think they wanted to show that there is a moon buggy in this. I guess. I guess. But <laughs> you know, what's very popular at this time was, of course, moon landings. I I suppose, but. You don't even realize it's the moon buggy, though, because the moon buggy's so far back in the perspective. It just I, looks... I gotta be 100% honest with you. I've never noticed that until just now. Me either. Until you looked at it and said that he's being held up by the moon buggy. Who's driving the moon buggy right now? Oh, well, you know, as, we've seen, there. as we've seen in previous Bond posters, uh, he doesn't really have to be controlling any vehicles he's in. Yeah. You also, know. look, out of the helicopters are jumping frogmen. That's not really anything from the movie. Uh, did they... Did frogmen oh. jump out of helicopters in that movie, I guess? Maybe? I don't remember. Uh, doesn't he end up on a raft at the end? Don't they send people after him? We'll, well find we'll, out. You know, we'll find, we'll out, find next, out next week. two weeks. By the way, we're taking next week off for the holidays, but we'll yeah. be back in two weeks with Diamonds Are Forever. And I think after you hear this episode, you're going to be pretty happy we took a week off no this is fun <laughs> also look above the satellite there's just one spaceman floating in space up there do you see that <laughs> this is the is this the craziest poster yet yes so far yeah i love it's, it it's the craziest poster yet because the official we officially aren't counting the alternative uh you only live twice where he's holding himself up with his big toe yeah yeah okay i love the liberties they're taking here okay all right matt it's time it's time for roger moore it is time for live and let die this is a great poster this has always been one of my favorites just the composition of it well anytime you can convey the fact that a uh an alligator could uh swallow a whole boat and then those boats could fly out of that alligator's mouth that that is happening in this post <laughs> quite frankly two boats are jumping out of a alligator's mouth <laughs> maybe three uh so we're back to this pistol again we're back to this sean connery james bond pistol yeah it's and i have like a, a ruger or walter p38 with a long barrel yeah i have never noticed until this very moment matt that the eye and live and die is a knife. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah, there's no slogan on this one, just the title. But the composition is you've got Roger Moore in the center, looking great, and then behind him is kind of like a cascade of tarot cards with the different characters from the movie. I like this one because it's a little more conceptual. This is a good one. Oh boy, I have to ask <laughs> the devil. Right? Is the devil holding a voodoo doll of James Bond? Oh, it looks like it. And the devil is just some seductress, too. With a snake around her. Yeah. And also, what is... Why are there like, so many solitary, sharks back there? Solitaire is sitting on the barrel of a gun, but is that James Bond behind the gun, like a fifty caliber or something? Yeah, like that? that's what it looks like. Is that anything from the movie? Am I forgetting something? I don't think it's from the movie. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there's uh, sharks behind... You know, and uh, thank God... J.W. Pepper made the poster. Wait, is this a spot J.W. Pepper? Hold on, where is he? In the in the police car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there he is, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There's just tons of boats colliding with police cars. That's the whole thing at the bottom. Well, I think when I describe this movie to people, I always say, you know, it's along with the boats and the police cars. <laughs> this is uh, great. This is a great poster. I, I also s- enjoy the fact that it's... Uh, 
title song composed by Paul and Linda McCartney. Yeah. And sung by Paul McCartney and Wings. It's still worth mentioning that all the photos to this point, all the posters have been creased. You can still see all the nice creases in them. Yeah. I'm very excited about this, Matt. I'm yeah. I, I'm really enjoying all the detail I've never seen in my life. I know. I know. I knew, I knew it. This is a great idea. I'm glad I thought of it. Oh, my God. Hello, man with the golden gun. Yeah. This is a poster I'm very familiar with, but again, I don't think I've ever really looked into the detail here. There's a lot going on. Well, of course, knickknack uh, is the first thing my eye is drawn to somehow. Yeah, uh, because he is uh, is he is he is he pointing at Christopher Lee with the solar agitator or? Mm, it's hard to say. Can't quite tell. And of course, we have. I've never noticed the car above Roger Moore's head to the left doing the I've, corkscrew flip. Yeah, I've you never see seen it. that. Doing the like the smoke behind it is swirled like a corkscrew. I've never noticed that the uh, the uh, martial arts uh, schoolgirls are on the poster. Maude Adams is pointing is. off into the distance mm-hmm. in a strange way. Um, these are man, this is, these are great posters. Look how voluptuous they made Britt Eklund too. You know, they just they just want to get butts in the seats. That's right, and butts on the posters. Butts on the seats, butts in the posters, and quite frankly, something to notice, of course, is that Roger Moore gets top billing above James Bond, Roger Moore as James Bond, 007, whereas George Lazenby got no such billing. And did he, he did on Live and Let Die as well. He gets side by side, the same size as James Bond in Live yeah. and Let Die. Yeah. This is now top billing. Now, this is not one of my favorite posters. There's something clunky about the composition. It's a little muddied or something. I don't know. What do you is think? Is it the giant golden gun? Yeah, that's part yeah. of it. But I don't know. Just something about this one. Although it feels very appropriate for the movie. It's like stylistically still just very kind of crammed together and a little messy or something. I don't know. Uh, the um, The man with the golden gun poster, I believe... I've been watching one for years now for four hundred dollars. It's been this. It's been listed uh, that long. Uh, you can get. See, I like the British quad sheets. Those are better looking to me. Uh, but you can get a framed, no, linen backed uh, man with the golden gun for nine hundred ninety five dollars. Wow. I was just going to say it's interesting because Scaramanga is just a tiny little head off to the left in this thing. But then when you look at the poster, it's actually the whole from, poster is from, from his, his pers- point of view. Yeah. Which is weird why they put him on there in the first place. They had to get a little bit. He looks more like Ian Fleming than Christopher Lee. Maybe it picture. is Ian Fleming. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's an interesting experiment, this poster. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the the Spy Who Loved Me poster, which, of course, I have the... Uh, I have a, an Italian poster of this hanging uh, in my living yeah, room. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, I, I, this is as 1969 as the the uh, Honor Majesty Secret Service poster was. This this poster is so so smack in the 70s. Yeah, it's got a lot of rainbow trailing lines. I the style is really interesting. It's kind of like. Um, Almost like Art Nouveau or something. I have to ask, like why were orange 
orange, yellows, and browns thrown together so much in the 70s? I don't know, but I What was it? it? I don't what know. What was it? I, I think they love them together in the same combination. A lot of browns and rusts, although this poster has a lot of blue in it because there's a water part, but... It says the biggest, it's the biggest, it's the best, it's Bond, and beyond. Did they do that to make it rhyme? I don't know, but they also put hyphens between the letters and beyond, almost like you're supposed to spell it. B-E-Y-O-N-D, beyond. So, Have you ever seen the poster for the Charles Bronson movie, St. Ives? No. It's kind of similar to this, and I just love it. I've never seen that movie, and I love the poster. It's worth a Google. Um, I'm Googling Saint, it. St. Ives, Charles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kinda, looking at it right now. Oh, I just love the way, like, this, the cigarette smoke trails off in that kind of... Oh, that uh, is a very cool aesthetic. Yeah. But it's so it, 70s. Look at the size is, of his but collar. But it's also Art Nouveau, like... I don't know. There must have been some kind of resurgence or something. I don't know. I'm not Charles, a huge fan of the Spy Who Loved Me photo uh, poster for some reason. I I have to agree with you. And I think it's... I mean, you're getting the submarines. You're getting the underwater city. You're getting the Atlantis. You're getting the Lotus. You're getting the Cairo, Egypt of it all. You know, it's painting a nice picture of what the movie is. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, up to the left, the corner there, you have James Bond riding the first jet ski. Mm. Uh, you know what? It may be that it's very, for the most part, symmetrical, which I never quite love in designs. I, I don't know. Like, you could just fold this thing over like a... Remember those mad fold-ins? Yes, of course. This feels like one of those. Like, you could cut out the middle and you would get a different picture. That was such a silly question, Matt. <laughs> Who doesn't remember Mad Folded? I don't know. There might be some people out there, but those things... I tried to make one of those myself once. Oh, did you? Maybe it's time to bring those back. <laughs> I love those things. Mad's probably still doing them, for all I know. Yeah, they probably are. They should uh, let that go. All right. I, I want to talk about this Moonraker poster. Quite frankly, it's... I, you know, when I think of James Bond posters, this one might pop into my head first all the time. I, I'm not a fan of this one. I don't think the... What don't you like about it? Is it his spacesuit? No. Is it, is it I, Holly Goodhead? I think it's that they try to put little picture tableaus in the different panels of the space station, and it's clunky. I don't think the artwork is as good as the other illustrations. I don't know who did this one, but it's clearly someone different. That, that's um, a bold statement. What if it's not? I, I feel like I can tell this 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 artist. Nothing against him or her, just doesn't have the uh, I don't know the the deftness of of pencil touch. <laughs> okay, but look at his spacesuit. He has J Bond to 007 on his spacesuit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Jaws makes two of the three photo or the uh, little illustration. Well, collages. you know, everyone you, you you had to let everyone know he was back. So that they would come see the movie. Where he's obviously the, the most popular being ever to exist in a James Bond film. That's true. Where all the other Bond Bonds end, this one begins. What does that mean? Uh, it, it, it means that if you watch a Bond movie before it, you can start this one immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got to say, right now, still my favorite, Thunderball. 
Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I'm t- diamonds are forever, and live and let die are looking good to me too. Well, you know what's going to look great to you? Free your eyes only. Yes. Yeah, so now we've moved into that weird world of somewhat photograph, somewhat like painted over photographs. This one, the this one's so iconic. I mean, yes, it's Bond in a great shooting position, standing underneath either the fourth perspective or giant legs of a crossbow lady. (laughs) (laughs) The giant crossbow legs of a fourth perspective lady. And I have to hand it to this. Like there's probably to so far, nothing as iconic as the way this thing is shot. I mean, this is brilliant. This is, this is this poster, this for some reason more than any other poster reminds me of walking into video stores yeah but i feel like this poster is the first to do this idea but i feel like i've seen it done like more photographically let me look it up because this this poster looks a little more clunky than i remember well i mean doesn't it doesn't he doesn't don't we dip back into that at some point now i'm thinking of the living daylights poster hmm i guess but this not. one has your your it has a new lotus has a citrian has a has an olympic uh decathlon decathlete you yeah. got yourself uh underwater uh monster suit also i'm i am looking it up and it's clear that, that these exact same images exist as photos so they did just kind of draw over them but i think the photo versions work better than this illustrated version for some reason well I like the paint scheme on this helicopter. It's very 70s. Yeah, it's nice. I guess this is 80s, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All right, you got a seaplane, you got a boat, you got a helicopter, you got motorcycles. I like to count how many forms of transportation are involved in each James Bond poster. <laughs> this one this one so far has seven modes of transportation, and that, it's by far the winner. Wow. Very exciting. All right, speaking of modes of transportation... The Octopussy poster. I love this one. I love this one. If not only for the fact that James Bond's legs are three times as long as the rest of his body. (laughs) Uh, And look it. You got the Fabergé egg. Finally, we got the Walther with a silencer on it. Yeah. Now, you should mention that Maude Adams is behind him. And, of course, she has eight arms wrapped around him in some form. She's holding a martini, a dagger, the egg, his silencer. She's holding the silencer of a freshly fired gun. She'd be burning her fingertips off right now. She's buttoning his coat or unbuttoning it, presumably, straightening his tie. Well, then she's buttoning it. She's getting him ready to go Or she's she's removing it. She's about to remove his Well, then why is she straightening his tie also? But she could be removing his tie. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I think I think if we know anything about these movies, she's removing the clothes <laughs> and the silencer. She's taking his silencer off. He's fi- he's just shot someone. He's yeah. finished the work for the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's poured a martini and an egg. And she's actually she's holding the button. She's going to cut his jacket off with the dagger. <laughs> There's a lot happening here. I love this poster. And she has a wedding ring on. Oh. See that? On just her sixth hand. On just her sixth, her third, fourth her third left, left hand. Fourth left hand. What does that say? Is that a promise ring? What is that? Fourth left hand left. If you have a ring on your fourth left hand's ring finger, 
I believe that that means that you're okay to sleep around, but you're com- you're committed to your circus. If you're an octopusy lady, can you get married four times? Oh, maybe. Wow. She could play four instruments. It's remarkable. I mean, think about it, but only one harmonica. Um, (laughs) I want to talk about the uh, use of the song title in the poster, James Bond's All Time High. Yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, you you know, I'm on record. I love that song. Okay, this this suffers for me because there's only two modes of transportation on here. Three, <laughs> three if you count swinging on a rope to kick a bad guy. Four if you count shoes. <laughs> I'm not counting shoes. Okay. Uh, Rita Coolidge has her own little credit there. Uh, John Barry. John, oh, this is this is terrific. Good poster. I would I would rank this up there. This is in the top twenty five percent of posters. Yeah, it's very simple. It's elegant, like the movie. To be honest. Yeah. Still creased. Now, you know. Speaking of iconic oh, images, here we go. Here we go. Oh yes. This is this is this is Matt's yes. heyday right here. This is oh. a view to a kill. I'm just hearing this John Barry music at the moment when they're up on the Golden Gate Bridge. The perspective, the foreshortening in this, it's Bond in a tux holding Tracy up on the big steel arms of the Golden Gate Bridge while Max Zorin doesn't shoot an Uzi from the blimp but holds it smoking like he's already shot. I think he's just holding that out because it's out of ammunition. What is Bond shooting at? Zorin's behind him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bond is actually shooting at the Golden Gate Bridge cable because he knows it will ricochet into uh, Zorin's blimp. Okay. But look at this slogan is interesting. I don't remember this. Has James Bond finally met his match? That's an interesting way to market this film. I believe the match they were talking about was age. <laughs> and the well, answer... He certainly hasn't met his match is yes. in a woman. <laughs> um... But uh, you know what's interesting about this one is how different the San Francisco skyline is now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the... there's been a boom up there. What's High that? rises galore. What's is that the Allstate Building? What is that triangular building? Isn't that the Bank of America Building? Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. What's the triangular building in San Francisco? If you know, write into the podcast and don't tell us. Yeah. Just say I know. I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like but this, it. you know, this is a great poster. Yeah, look at that! Look good. at the look at the um, the I mean the perspective of it is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. Like the horizon, the way it's tilted. How you don't own this poster, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I really, really have limited wall space here at the house, so I gotta figure something out. Maybe like you know what I need is one of those like rotating ones that's on a conveyor belt that just kind of changes every minute. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? A, f- oh, yeah. a frame that just cycles through all the Bond posters. Well, don't they have that kind of a thing? Don't yeah. they have the yeah. like digital picture frame, quote unquote? Yeah, I suppose, but I don't know. Somehow I want it to be an analog version or something like that. I don't know. Like well, from Q Branch from the 70s or something. <laughs> <laughs> Q Branch from the 70s. All right, Matt. Let's 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 jump let's jump into a new bond. And this is where we make the trend two major transitions, okay? It goes from illustrated poster to photograph and no creases. 
<laughs> started rolling them. With Dalton, that was the first thing in his contract rider. I don't do creases. I want rolled posters and I want I don't do creases and I want to sleep with only one woman. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> oh, Marco. Uh, <laughs> it's so boring here. I need a real man. This is the first poster that has a very special person on it. That's right. Barbara Broccoli. Oh, is it? She is credited below as an associate producer. Who's this Tom Pevsner character? I don't know, but he's dead to us. I'll tell you that much. That's right. The slogan of this film is living on the edge. It's the only way he lives. You see Timothy Dalton through a gun barrel, kind of mid-background, and in the foreground is a sort of generic Bond woman in a white dress, and you can see through the dress. I mean, I feel like you're missing out here not putting Miriam Diabo in the poster. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's sort of like insinuated that that's her because she's got blonde hair, but... Or a cello case, you know? Right. I mean, there's so much they could have done with this poster. I would love to see a a new poster for this that is uh, like, you know, like a Mondo poster or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, because of all the posters so far, this one tells you nothing about the movie. Yeah, I w- did they ever do... Oh, this is the one I remember. That's that's right. I remember this poster. I'm going to view the image here, and I'm going to send this to you, Matt, just so see if you can back my brain up on this. Okay. Uh, there we go. Sent that to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Again, though, the drawings are not great on that. And there is no cello case, which is a problem. Yeah, you gotta have the cello case. <laughs> I just feel like it's it's the most memorable thing about the movie, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's hard to say. Oh my god, there's so many great alternative posters for these movies. Yeah, ah, there's no I shortage. I love it. All right, Matt, let's let's head over. Oh yeah, I remember this license to kill. Boy, this one's interesting. Okay, you got Dalton shooting right at you. He's mid-poster, standing there with that wide stance. Behind him on one side is the fiery half-face of Robert Davi. And then in the center is a like inset photo of both the Bond girls who did a photo shoot together for some reason. Yep. And it just says 007. There's no slogan. Yep. Just says license to kill. Very simple. Uh, I have to say Dalton's poster is by far, I think, maybe the most disappointing. Well, I think he, I don't know. They just feel like afterthoughts, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They're just, yeah, put together like by some kind of soulless marketing person. These are, I'm sure they're very of the time, but they don't look good. Still no creases though. He really stuck to his guns on that. (laughs) All right. We're moving into Matt's favorite bond. Uh Uh-oh. Oof. There we are at Goldeneye. You oofed it. Why did you oof it? It just we're really getting into early Photoshop days, where instead of a of a like master craftsman artist putting together composition in a painting, someone's piecing together photographic elements in the same way. But they just they don't look. I feel like I can see all the Photoshop filters on this thing, and no limits, no fears. No substitutions. Goldeneye. What an interesting 
generic description. No limits, no fears, no substitutes. Hmm. The GoldenEye poster I have is actually different than this one. Uh, and it's a and it's a teaser poster. Hmm. Um, and it that's says, right. They're all the teaser posters are often better than the real posters. Yeah. Um, I, f- I think it just it's like it teases the fact that James Bond is back after a long hiatus. Yeah, send yeah. it to me. I don't know. I can't find it. Okay, I'm looking for it right now. I I, I can't find it. Uh, mine I believe also said Christmas on it. Ah. This, this this is this is the one I had. This is have in the. Oh, I'm forbidden from sharing this link to you. What? Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh oh. Here I found it. It's okay. Uh, the one I have is Jess Pierce Brosnan's eye with the barrel of the gun, and it says there is no substitute. Double O seven Christmas ninety five. And we've substituted James Bond with Pierce Brosnan. Shh. Shh. No. Well, that's a better poster, that. though. That's a way better poster. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. This this official poster is very unremarkable. Well, you know, speaking of things that are remarkable. Uh-oh. Let's take a look at the Tomorrow Never Dies poster. <laughs> it's a better poster, but boy, this one is the most symmetrical of any of them. And it feels like I'm looking through Fly's eyes, you know, where you see multiple images of the same well, way you're, things you're, organized. I think you're just looking at a bunch of TV monitors because that's how Elliot Carver monitors his uh, exclusive broadcast rights in China for 100 years. Uh, I like the, the way they did the title with the 007 behind it and kind yeah. of different, different sizes. Uh, I like how uh, they said to Terry Hatcher, pretend you're cold. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how, um, what is what is Elliot Carver ho- holding? I was just going to ask that. It, is it his little tablet? Or it looks like a stick. Oh, it could be his keyboard. It is weird, though, that you can't really tell what that is. And then the images you get behind it are them on a motorcycle, the jet, the BMW in the parking garage, him at Oxford. I believe that's Q. Yeah, I think it's Q. I don't know what the that image is. Them on a boat, Stomper. No, that's M. Oh, that's M? Oh, my God. Are <laughs> but you sure? In your defense, it's hard to tell, but that is Judy Dench, yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't It never occurred off. to me how much Stomper and Judy Dench actually look alike. <laughs> Guys, if you want to see what I'm looking at, just head to 007.com and uh, just prepare to be amazed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. The, the Brosnan posters get worse before they get better, Matt. Uh-oh. Oof. <laughs> This was the Y2K Ooh. of all of James Bond movies. <laughs> it's just not a good time for Photoshop because it's just kind of figuring itself out, you know? It's not a good time for movies. Yeah, you said it, buddy. I mean, it's uh look at this thing. Yeah. Is Although, he, I think is, this is the best one yet in Is some he ways. turned this way because his shoulder hurts in the movie? <laughs> In a way, it it looks like his. So he's looking kind of towards camera over shoulder. He's he's a dark image with a white background. Renard's face is over his left shoulder, and then the girls take up the foreground. And then there's a little bit of a action explosion below. 
Yes, a little it's, bit of action. I mean, if it seems like it's not being described well, it's not, no, no. Really, it's Matt, not really laid out well. Don't don't be hard on yourself. You described it perfectly. Okay, thank you. <laughs> There's nothing happening. But if you squint, it looks like he's holding the gun with his right hand, and he just has a little tiny uh, curled up arm. You know what? I think so far, I think Tomorrow Never Dies is my least favorite poster. Yeah, it's not a great one. World is Not Enough is very close. License to Kill is pretty bad, too. Now, this is sort of... what. When did it transition into Ian Fleming's James Bond? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm going back, looking. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. Matt, keep talking. I'm looking. Okay. Well, I, while you're talking, I'm going to move on to the next um, poster, which is Die Another Day, which isn't of my taste but it's definitely the best brosnan poster i think just conceptually there's got some energy there's some momentum so you've just got bond up in the right hand corner pointing gun down to the left hand lower corner (laughs) jinx is behind him doing the same thing and there's like a whole blue motion line thing there's a lot of energy in this one a lot of like momentum i think this one's it's a good poster, I mean. So Ian Fleming was credited as, the way they would do it early days, was in Ian Fleming's Thunderball. Mm. Okay? So one, the first movie to actually have it say, Ian Fleming's, as Ian Fleming's James Bond, is... The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, okay. There you have it. I know everyone wanted to know and quite frankly i just this poster is so 2002 it upsets me it is but it's it's effective it's i think it's the best brosnan poster yes at least it's got some like originality in life or something they did those they did the character posters this was the first one i remember them doing the character posters for oh really yeah where they each had a poster zao uh frost oh right brosnan yeah let me look those up and Jinx had a poster, of course, as she does, you know, because she's Jinx. Did Michael Madsen get one? <laughs> oh, God. He, he, it probably just had an American flag in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at these. The Zhao one's pretty cool. I would look at that and go, "Who? why is the undead attacking Bond? Yeah, I liked the Frost poster just because, I don't oh, know. But they they suffer from some, some rough photoshopping here, too. Just, I don't know. Man, these movies. Yeah. This movie particularly, I, I don't know. I can't even really well, ex- accept its existence. Don't worry, because it's about to get real good as we move to <laughs> Casino Royale. All right, here we are. Oh, uh, yeah. This poster okay. I have. The main poster you got, Bond in a tuxedo. His tie is undone. His bow tie is undone. He's got his gun. He's walking. He's looking off camera. And behind him, on the steps of the Casino Royale, is Bess, Vesper Lynn looking at him very suspiciously? Is she yeah, confused? Sort of suspiciously? No, she's confused. I would love just once, though. Yeah. Because you can tell these are pieced together after the fact. For them to have actually staged this shot and shot it on location would be an incredible poster. But there's no way any of these three elements, the background and the two people, were shot in the same place. I am also not 100% convinced that 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 the head on that belongs to the yeah, same body i think you're right 
But do you remember the Casino Royale teaser poster? That one is great, where he's aiming the silencer gun at the camera. Let's see. No, I don't remember that poster. I'll send it to you. This was kind of like one of the first images. There's also the one where he's at the poker table and he has the gun down on the table. On the table. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually it was a publicity photo that they where he's pointing the gun. He has the longer hair. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, so it wasn't a poster, Matt. You made me yeah, think I, I was crazy. I'm sorry. I accept your apology. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh god, I I'm looking at some of these there's You're getting the one wistful where for Casino Royale right now. Me That's too. what's happening. Well, yeah, we'll have to approach that soon. There's the one where there's four Daniel Craigs in a row. And I remember they had this on the side of a building in like Beverly Hills or West LA when this came out. And I would go to some building there for auditions or something regularly. And I would see that just giant tuxedo Daniel Craigs on the side of this building every time and go... What a great world we're living in. <laughs> the national nightmare is over. Pierce Brosnan has retired as James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where is that photo where he's pointing it at the camera? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I here don't. It is. Here it is. He's got. I think I you're don't just. Know. I think. Are you talking I, about just a? You're talking about the first publicity still of him. I think so. Yeah. Where his hair is, is very blonde and very long. Yeah, and it's kind of pulled back. Hold on. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I know that that, you know, he's also got kind of a little bit of stubble too. Well, you know, it was a tough day. Yeah. Oh, look at that though. That's good looking. Yeah. Now. If we haven't gone to Quantum of Solace yet, but I remember loving the Quantum of Solace. Well, you know, I, I love. I have the teaser poster for that, which is different than this poster. Yeah. This okay. poster, by the way, they're both. This this appears to be the first time they're both photographed at the same time. Yes. Uh, the um, the hotel is on fire behind them. They're in the desert. Now, the Quantum Solace poster that I have is actually the shadow of Bond with the gun. Yes, that one is great. Over the concrete. That's great. Now, uh, talk for a minute, because I need to find some photo in my old Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, I did a collage. There were three, three or four films out at this time that did the exact same poster did you uh, really yes of like almost down to the same color scheme one of them was date night and i think one of them was get smart and it's the guy and the girl walking in the same basic costume and clothing in the same scale and it was just a very pop popular thing to do on the posters at that time i think posters aesthetically get to be the same every so often i just sent you the yeah. uh, the teaser poster um but the Quantum Solace poster, I think, is interesting in the sense of there is no, there are no, on the official poster on the website, there are no credits on the poster. And this is the first time we've seen a James Bond poster that has no credits. So you're not seeing mm. Ian Fleming's James Bond listed. You're not seeing Barbara Broccoli's name or, or Albert R. Broccoli's Eon Productions. You're not seeing uh. any of that. You're just seeing Quantum Solace, November 14th. With the 007 coming out of the O's and of Solace. Very interesting. Um, of course, Tom Ford's suit, really looking good. Well, that might be a Brioni. When did he switch to Tom Ford? I don't know. 
That's why, why you're here. Why would you know? That's just a dumb Matt Myra thing to know. Okay, I found it. Oh, you found it? Yeah. You're going to have to go deep into my Instagram if you want to find it. It's, it's actually Chuck, Date Night, and Quantum of Solace. So I'm sending you the link to this Instagram post. But look how they line up. I put all three of them together. <laughs> they all have the same suit with no tie. The woman is wearing almost the exact same dress. That's funny. Yeah. I can really guarantee it's worth digging through my Instagram for that. I don't know about that. Remember June, like remember, remember June 13th, 2014? Well, that's oh, what Matt was man. doing that day. I like this poster. It is real simple. Yeah, it's very simple. It's very tasteful. It's uh it's about as it's about, you know, it's about as good as you can get for a poster that has no script. I also like that you see like Bond's looking ragged here. They're both of them. They look like they've been through hell. Um, but that teaser for this photo, I got to look that up. That's a good one. The teaser for what? The poster, the teaser poster for Quantum. The oh, I, I sent it to you. Shadow. Oh, you I did. sent it to okay. you. Yeah. Yeah. You have it right there. That's good. That's good. It's like um, the ending of Casino Royale. Yeah. I mean, that's the beginning yeah. of the movie. It's fucking yeah. beautiful. I'm so yeah. glad they did that. And quite frankly, we're all very lucky to have that in our lives. And that's I want right. everyone to know that. That's true. All right, Matt, mm. let's talk about this Skyfall poster, which is not the poster I have. Yeah, I don't, I don't love this one. There's something about the look on Daniel Craig's face or, or lack of look. I don't know. This one is him in the blue uh, tuxedo uh, holding his Walther with the skyline of, uh, of England. Essentially what he stares at from the top of MI6 headquarters at the end of the movie. That's the background. And uh, he has... Uh, he has he's standing in front of the gun barrel scene and this is the first time ever on a James Bond poster that the Facebook logo appears. Oh, really? Find us on Facebook slash Skyfall movie. Mm. I like the Skyfall poster where he's lying down and shooting. Yeah, that's the one I have in my office. That one's great. It has a white background, right? Yeah. Let me see. So you listeners get to listen to us Google a lot during this episode. But. The biggest complaint we get. We know it's a problem, and we're sorry, everybody. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Uh, have a pleasant holiday. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> the lying down and shooting one is awesome. Oh, it's, it's really great. Good. The it's character great. posters are pretty good for this one, too. Severins. Yeah, I really... The, <laughs> the, uh, the IMAX poster is great i I just found it the other day i had the long one where he's lying down that one no no the there's an imax poster where he is standing next to the aston martin um it's black and white i have it uh in my in my um closet oh uh it's this one i'll show you matt there's a kincaid character poster (laughs) (laughs) why wouldn't there be that's hilarious. Emma. There's also like a character pro, like lineup poster where all the characters are in a row. Silva looks great in his character poster because he's got that leather trench coat on and the turtleneck. Anytime you can pull off a duster. 
It's a good time. Yeah. Hmm. M's got his hands in his pockets. I'm going to send this poster to you, Matt. I really think you're going to like it. It's the IMAX poster for Skyfall, which is, of course, where we met. We really should have done this episode as a live stream so we could have, like, put all of these things up as we were listening. Let's see here. Um, Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's real nice. The Aston Martin in the foreground. Yeah. All right. Okay, so... um, as far as the official website goes, there is no Spectre poster, so we're going to have to Google that ourselves. I, I choose to acknowledge that the Spectre poster is the poster with him dressed as he, though he's in Live and Let Die. Yeah, and that was really the teaser poster, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, because that says coming soon, and the actual poster is him in the white kind of Goldfinger tux with the um, Day of the Dead disguise he wears in the beginning behind him. Yeah. Yeah, this All is a good right. poster. These are really, I really liked these posters. Yeah, the, the these are the again promotional mark. stills that they actually posed for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's also the um, the teaser poster with the bullet hole Spectre octopus logo cracked in the glass. Right. Uh, and you know, in the in the in the in the vein of Kincaid, I'm gonna send you over this sweet sweet character poster. A <laughs> Keys character poster. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, how I ache for a Desmond Llewellyn version of that. Uh, <laughs> where his hands take up most of the poster. Money. There's one of Money Penny where she's just wearing a leather trench coat. I'd never seen that one. Oh yeah. Um, and then and then I'll send you this picture, just because it's delightful. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just Ian Fleming and Sean Connery. Ooh, on the set of Dr. No. Wow. Very how, cool. Well, what's uh, what's going to be your favorite poster of them all? In a surprise here? to me, Thunderball has the best poster. Wow. One of your least favorite movies. If not... Yeah. It's not your least favorite. Uh, no. Diner of the Day is such a pile of garbage. I'm going to... Let's see. Um, mine's between Thunderball and... Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, Diamonds Forever, Live and Let Die. Well, Thunderball's amazing. Uh, that may be it, but I think I may go Live and Let Die. I just love the way it's composed. Oh, you like the you like the tarot cards in the background. Yeah, it just looks good. Although, ironically, that one's kind of symmetrical too, which throws away my theory. I don't know, but you it's know what? Done well. It's all personal feeling, and and just just you go with your gut, man. That's right. That's right. Well. We're glad that you real, true, tried fans, you know, if you made it this far with us, consider yourselves among... Among the elite. Yeah, you really did it. You've passed your double O. You've all now officially been licensed to kill. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Please don't think you're actually licensed to kill. Thank you. (laughs) For legal reasons. Uh, Well, Matt, I, I, I feel like we've done God's work here. That's right. Uh, and I hope you all uh, get on eBay and start buying up some posters. Are you going to get that from Russia with Love poster? No. Okay. It's just too much money. To, yeah. Like, once you get it, you got to frame it, and the framing is, like, crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. UV glass, linen backing, it's a whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, well everybody. everybody oh. We're going to take a week off, and then we'll return with Diamonds Are Forever. We hope you have uh, had a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah and a lovely new year. Yeah. Uh, I hope you all got what you wanted. 
And I hope you all uh, have used this as a way to get away from your families. <laughs> Unless you like your families. No, no. Who knows? Too much time with them. I think put on a podcast, go for a nice walk outside, enjoy yourself, and come right. back and be all the more recharged to say hi to everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. And Happy remember, Christmas New Year. comes only once a year. That's right. That's right. God damn it. I can't believe that line exists. Uh, all right. James Bonding will return. And my rock podcast of James Bond. James Bond, big podcast. James Bond, big podcast. James Bond, big podcast. James Bond, big podcast. Matt and Matt and James Bond, big podcast. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.